Whoa, that's not supposed to play. Hey guys, it's Simon. and this is Wrestling Unlimited as we are here on the 1st of November 2021 to talk about everything that went down tonight on Monday Night Raw. And I gotta say, I thought tonight's Monday Night Raw was not bad at all. I would say it was pretty good to be completely honest. I mean, when you look at the show as a whole, I thought there was actually more good wrestling on this show than there normally is. More good wrestling overall than normal on a Monday Night Raw. And hey, how can we complain about that? How can we complain about them giving us good wrestling and building stuff up? Building actual interesting stories. We've got the Seth Rollins Big E stuff because Seth is the number one contender. But now the wrinkle of Kevin Owens. Why? Is Kevin Owens involved? Why did Big E attack Kevin Owens? I forgot about something that happened a little while ago that people have been refreshing my mind on Twitter about. And we'll talk about all of it, including that Raw Women's Championship match that opened up the show that was a, oh my God, complete banger. But with that, I want to say thank you for joining me here. Twitch.tv forward slash PW Unlimited. YouTube.com forward slash Pro Wrestling Unlimited. And Twitter.com forward slash PW W Unlimited. Get this poll going really fast. What did you think? Whoop. You think of tonight's Raw. I liked it. It was all right. I didn't like it. Poll is live on Twitch. That same poll up on YouTube. Liked it. It was all right. I didn't like it. All right, guys. Remember, if you are watching here on Twitch, well, it helps out a couple of different ways. It helps out by hitting that donate button down below or by donating Twitch bits in the live chat. Also, remember, you can also help us out by subscribing to the channel one of two different ways. You can subscribe either with a tiered subscription, just like Cold Cut KC recently did, or if you say, I ain't got the money. I'm already paying for a bunch of other things, including Amazon Prime. Well, you're in luck, because if you're paying for Amazon Prime, then you can take that Amazon Prime account, link it to your Twitch account, and boom, you have a Prime Gaming account. Prime Gaming gives you a number of different things throughout the month, free games, free in-app purchases for games, and always one free subscription to any Twitch channel you want to subscribe to throughout the month. And I greatly, greatly appreciate it if you subscribe to us right here, PW Unlimited. But if you say I don't got that either, well, you got to know somebody that does, whether it's your mother, your father, your auntie, your uncle, your brother, your sister, your sister-in-law, your brother-in-law, your grandma, your grandpa, your dog walker, your milkman, if you got one of them, your mailman, your landlord, the girl that gave you your coffee at Starbucks this morning, the guy that gave you your donuts at Krispy Kreme. Say, hey, you got Amazon Prime. You do? Can I use it? Can I link it to my Twitch account? It ain't going to cost you anything extra, but it'll let me support PW Unlimited right here. But on the flip side, if you're watching over on YouTube, you can help us out in the live chat with a super chat or a super sticker donation. Remember, all Super Chats do get read live on the air. But remember, you can also subscribe to the channel by hitting that join button down below and becoming a channel member and a member of the Unlimited Army. With that, you get early access to news, early access to podcast episodes, early access to non-news videos, and so much more. 
Plus, you can always go over patreon.com forward slash PWUnlimited to subscribe and support us. But also remember, hey, guys, do you buy things on the Epic Games Store? Do you go over to the Epic Games Store? Whoa, that messed up. Do you head over to the Epic Games Store and say, ah, I'm going to buy some stuff for Fortnite. I'm going to buy some stuff for Rocket League. Or I want to buy a game. I want that sweet, 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 brand new, amazing, I may add, Guardians of the Galaxy. Well, when you do purchase anything on the Epic Game Store, use Epic Creator Code PWUnlimited, and you'll be supporting us right here at Pro Wrestling Unlimited. Remember, it's on the right-hand side when you're checking out. Right before you finish that checkout, I was going to ask you, got an Epic Creator Code? You do. You do. It's P. W Unlimited. You can use it in the Epic Game Store. You can use it in the Fortnite launcher. You can use it in the Rocket League launcher. And I believe you can use it on the Xbox, on the PlayStation, and on the Switch as well when you're buying things for Fortnite or Rocket League. But with that, we've got big old Monday Night Raw to talk about that kicked off whew, with a great, and I mean great, women's title match to open up that show with Becky Lynch and Bianca Belair, these two worked their asses off. So the show opens up when we get a video recap of, well, what this match was and why we're having this match here tonight. And after that plays, we go to the back, and Bianca Belair admitted to Sarah Schreiber that she wasn't ready for Lynch at SummerSlam. After preparing for both Sasha Banks, finding out Sasha wasn't her competitor, kind of mentally preparing for Carmella, and then, well, Becky doing what, what she did. She said the experience, though, did make her stronger, while Lynch has lost her sight of what it takes to actually be a real champion. She said Lynch couldn't stand that Bianca rose to the top while she was out. Belair put over the magnitude of this match, and both women went out. Well, actually, first, Bianca went out. Then, after Bianca entered the ring, Lynch was interviewed by Sarah Schreiber and told her that Belair only rose to the top, well, because Becky wasn't here to stop it. She said that she was doing push-ups the day after she gave birth, and nobody understands how hard it was for her to do so. She said people didn't appreciate her, and that motivated her to yet again beat Belair. If you're saying the end of the Raw Women's title match was not good, get the fuck out. Just because she used the tights doesn't mean it's not good. She's a fucking heel. It's basically a roll-up finish. Yeah, she used the tights, but it makes sense. How are you going to say the finish of this match was, was bad? It wasn't bad at all. Are you kidding me? It would have been bad if somebody ran down, caused a distraction, and then, then there was all kinds of chaos and bullshit. There was no bullshit. It was the heel using the tights. Maybe it necessitates a rematch again. I hope not. They already teased the next challenger, so no. This match is fantastic from start to finish, even with the grabbing of the tights. So let's talk about it. Bianca was in full control for the first two minutes before they went to a break. Lynch tried using Belair's braid against her, but Belair yanked Lynch into the post with it. She then gave her a vertical suplex on the outside. Lynch posted Belair during a break, and they finally showed something that happened during the break, and they used a reverse DDT to get a two. Belair dodged a leg drop and came back with 
with a drop kick and a vertical suplex, then another delayed vertical suplex for a two, followed up by a gut buster for another two. There were some dueling chants in the crowd for both women as they traded shots and counters. Belair countered the disarmer by basically just lifting her up with one arm. Just, holy shit. Um, she knocked, this knocked both of them over. They fell to the outside as we went to another commercial break. Second break in 11 minutes. Lynch. Oh, uh, no. Belair used a press slam and tried to go for a moonsault upon return from the break, but Lynch got the knees up. Lynch followed with her manhandle slam, but Belair got a rope break for a two. Lynch went after Belair on the outside, but Belair dropped her on the announce table, which drew a two count in the ring. Belair then followed this up with a glam slam slot style move and got a two off of it. Belair got Lynch up on her shoulders, essentially for the KOD, but Lynch yanked her off the top turnbuckle, uh, yanked off the top turnbuckle cover and slipped out. Lynch would then push Belair into that exposed buckle and rolled her up with the handful of tights to pick up the victory. Again, she's the heel. The heel takes any tactic necessary to pick up the victory. And there you go. Becky Lynch retains the Raw Women's Championship in an amazing, fantastic, great, great match. Nothing against Sasha Banks, but this singles match here tonight leaps and bounds better than the triple threat we had at at Crown Jewel. And I think it's just the, the thing of, in triple threat matches, you got to come up with different spots for three different people, and you got to make sure that this spot with these two is not similar to this spot with these two and so what and some forth or whatever it's called. And in singles matches, you can just come up with stuff and do it all. You don't have to worry about, okay, well, Sasha and Bianca are going to do this, but then Bianca and Sasha are going to do that. I mean, Bianca and Becky are going to do that, but then Becky and Sasha are going to do this, and you all three are going to do this thing, but this is too similar to this, so you got to do this with just two, you know what I mean? But I, I absolutely just loved this match. I thought this was great. One of the better women's matches we have seen in WWE in a while. So in the back, Kevin Patrick interviewed the Mysterios. Ray thought Austin Theory was talented, but he was also disrespectful. Ray said he was proud of how Dominic stepped up to him last week. And I didn't like this. Now, the match itself wasn't bad. Had a DQ finish and whatnot after going 10 and a half minutes. But I didn't like the premise of this match. It was, oh, Dominic couldn't get the job done against Austin in theory, so daddy's got to come in and fight his battles for him. That's exactly how this came off, and that is exactly how Dominic should not be coming off. I lose, daddy fights my battles for me. They did it with Sami Zayn as well. Again, I don't like it. It's not smart. It makes Dominic look inferior. It makes Dominic look like he can't he can't stand up for himself. He can't fight his own battles. None of that jazz. Austin Theory showed up and threatened to take a selfie with Ray after he beat him just like he beat his son. Dominic told him, show some respect. Ray said Theory wasn't the first person to try and make a name for himself off the, off the Mysterios. But he would show why those others have failed and faded away while Mysterio it remains. So again, this match went 10 and a half minutes. Also, the opening match went 18 minutes and 40 seconds. 
there was a spot before the break, and this match went to break rather quickly. There was a spot where Theory and Ray, or Theory had Ray on his shoulders, but Dominic spun Ray around right into a tornado DDT. The ref yelled at Dominic, but didn't kick him out or disqualify. So interesting. I mean, it led into, led into the 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 finish. So Theory was randomly in control following the break until Ray dropped him on the turnbuckle before hitting a crossbody for a two. Theory gave Ray a backdrop before drop kicking Dominic, which is fair since Dominic didn't touch him. Dominic tried to get involved. Theory dispatched of him or disposed of him. Ray then dropped Theory on the middle rope and Dominic punched Theory in the face, but Ray hit the 619. The ref apparently noticed what had happened and called for the disqualification. Yet, the replay they showed made it seem like the ref didn't see it. So, yeah. Kind of a little miscommunication mess up there. But Dominic punched Theory in the face. Ref called for the DQ. And, well, Ray wasn't wasn't too pleased. Theory goes to walk up the ramp, grabs his phone, takes a selfie of himself with the two Mysterios. Not really, but kind of arguing in the ring. As we get to the second hour of the show, Rollins entered proudly holding his little contract in hand that he won last week. He bragged about winning the ladder match and said that it just feels right given that Raw was his show. The only thing that he was missing, well, was that title belt. And contrary to pretty much everything people have been saying, he guarantees he's going to be the next champion. Biggie would interrupt. He said that he came out last week to congratulate Rollins, but instead of getting a handshake, Rollins laughed in his face and kind of huh, gave him that Pink Panther move. He said that uh, his aunt told him not to let that strange man bother him. Don't let that strange man bother you. Okay. Rollins put over his wins over Bobby Lashley and Drew McIntyre. Biggie's wins, that is. But said that Biggie was still not on his level. Rollins suggested that Big E just give him the title. We can go back to his loser friends and joke like King Woods and Kofi Mania. Big E told him, respect the king. Respect one of the greatest moments in WWE history, Kofi winning the WWE Championship at WrestleMania. Big E suggested they wrestle for the title right here, right now, tonight, and the crowd went wild. And Rollins goes, oh, is this what you guys want? Is this what you want to see? And they started chanting, yes, 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 yes. And he said, no, I ain't 100% from last week. I had a ladder match and a Hell in a Cell match in less than a week's time. <laughs> no, I am not at 100%. Out would then come Kevin Owens. Owens said that everyone wants to call themselves the face of Raw, including Rollins and Big E. He called Big E a great champion while Rollins was a delusional dumbass. Bill Aaron Lynch also made that claim, he said, but everyone was forgetting about, well, his handsome face. Owens said that Rollins might have won last week, but all anyone was talking about was Owens' performance. Owens said that he would always keep fighting and would also always give the fans something to remember. Owens suggested that he... Face Big E tonight for the first time ever. Two have never squared off one-on-one. Rollins tried to give his opinions, but Owens told him, shut up. Nobody wants to hear from you or what you have to say. Big E then said, 
First time? All right, let's do it tonight. You versus me. Let's show the video. From earlier in the day, it was Queen Zelina and Carmelo walking down the, the corridor in the back. When they bumped in to Rhea Ripley and Nikki Ash, the women's tag team champions. Zelina gave Nikki a, a backhanded compliment about her mask. Ripley and Nikki didn't appreciate it. Zelina Carmella walked off. They made fun of Nikki Ash. And then Rhea goes, hey, we heard everything you just said. What the hell? Zelina then spoke in her English accent. And they set up a match. Queen Zelina and Carmella against the women's tag team champions. Non-title later on in the night. And then the match happens. And ooh, I was shocked when this match got 8 minutes and 15 seconds. I was like, damn. This match actually got some time. Nikki wiped out the heels before a break. Not much happened before this spot, but about a minute and a half, two minutes into the match, there was a dive off the apron to the outside where she took out both women with a crossbody, and then we went to a break. When they returned, Nikki made a hot tag, but Carmella posted Ripley and distracted Nikki, allowing Zelina to hit a code red for the pinfall victory. So, again, they got time. But more than half of the match was in commercial. So, yeah. Like, kudos for giving them time. They just didn't give them time on television, really. So Chad Gable and Otis approached Big E in the back. Gable agreed with Rollins that Big E wasn't championship material. But he could be, but he could be if he joined them. They'll teach him how to be a champion. Big E said he didn't want to wind up being a walking thumb like Otis. Gable said that Big E was going to let Raw become Monday Night Rollins yet again. Gable suggested that Big E watch him turn Finn Balor from a prince to a peasant in his upcoming match. They then stated that Veer Mahan is coming to Raw. Veer Mahan. Next up, we had a five and a half, five minute, 45 second match or so between Finn Balor and Chad Gable. Match was strong. Two guys worked great together, but not much really happened in this match. You know, Balor at one point was in an ankle lock for a very long time, which after the match, he sold the ankle. There was a part where he was limping, tried to go to the top rope, took way too long. Gable climbed up to the top, hit a superplex, but as they came down from that superplex, Balor transitioned it into a cradle and picked up the pinfall victory on Gable. WWE showed a video of Titus O'Neil getting a Tampa, Florida school named after him. Awesome, awesome, awesome. It's now known as the Thaddeus M. Bullard Academy at Sly Middle Magnet School. Very awesome. Congratulations to Titus O'Neil. I saw this news last week and it was like, wow, guy doing great things in the city of Tampa. Something really fast. Uh, Gable Press, don't know why you said the crowd was awful. I like the crowd tonight. I thought the crowd was really into things and cheering and booing and everything really good. Don't know why you thought the crowd came off bad. Uh, D'Lo Wee says, a cradle shaking my head. No. Think about it, though. They come off from a superplex, and Finn, before, they, before Gable lets go of the superplex... 
rolls, like transitions the superplex into a, it was a very good looking spot. You may think, you may think, oh, just a cradle. No, the way it was done, fantastic. Straight off the superplex and right into it. Let me see if I can find a gif of it or something really fast. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I probably can't. And Balor. Let me see, let me see, let me see. Um, don't think I can know. Not find anyone right off the bat fast enough. But no, no, no. It, it looked good. The spot itself looked really good to lead to the finish. There was a backstage segment where Riddle rolled up on a scooter on Ziggler and Rude. Wasn't much to it. Other than they said they're taking on the Street Profits tonight. The tag champs will be on commentary. And they said, watch what winners do. Last week was a fluke. Just because you guys beat us doesn't mean we're losers. That was a fluke. Uh, Riddle and Orton joined commentary for their match. And they have new team music. I gotta listen to it again. Didn't really hear it that well. Because sometimes I, I... When I'm... um doing stuff with the kids at the same time as watching these shows. I don't pay attention to the entrances. Like, I, I kind of briefly heard the new music, and I go, whoa, new music. But I didn't really catch it. I'll have to go back and listen to that. We had an 11-minute match. It was the Dirty Dogs against the Street Profits. It was funny. In the segment with, with Riddle and the Dirty Dogs in the back, he was like, Dirty Dogs, what kind of dogs are you? I thought that was kind of funny. So there wasn't much to this. Really, outside of one big spot by Montez Ford, the crowd chanted for Orton and Riddle and didn't seem to care about the match. So, I mean, if you would say that's why you didn't like the crowd, then I can get on. I can get in on that where they're chanting for other things instead of the match itself. I think this was the only time it happened, but I mean, it's RK Bro. Everyone fucking loves RK Bro. The babyfaces had the advantage before the break. The heels were in control when they came back with no explanation. There was a big spot. Of Ford wiping out Rudin Ziggler with a dive from the ring over the top turnbuckle to the outside. Crowd did pop for that though. Almost entered to his music, and the distraction cost Ford the match. No AJ Styles again. And Ziggler picked up the pinfall victory. I think he hit a super super kick and then pinned Ford. Almost then laid out Ford. Dawkins and Riddle. Ford, Dawkins, and Riddle after the match. Crowd chanted for Orton who was pissed off. Orton ripped off his sweater, and it seemed like he was going to go after the big man. But then, suddenly, they cut away to a replay from last week. Cool! We're in the third hour now. Pat, uh, Kevin Patrick interviewed Damian Priest and asked about showing a different side of him last week. Priest said that he tries to keep that side of him at bay, but T-Bar forced him to get to go to a dark place. He warned T-Bar, that he would, quote, see the Damien inside of him tonight. Now, if you don't know what that means, the word Damien, I mean, the word Damien, historically, kind of means like to tame, subdue, and he says the Damien's going to come out of him. The Damien comes out of him, he's no longer tame. 
And I said it. He didn't look like a Damien tonight. He looked like a punishment. A punishment Martinez. Smacked himself in 13 minutes. It was no DQ. Non-title. Damien Priest against T-Bar. This match. Oh, these two beat the ever-loving piss out of each other. Not much. Just like every other match tonight. Not much happened before the break. They went to a break after T-Bar hit a Simone drop uh, um, off the top. T-Bar trapped Priest in the ropes and just beat the crap out of him with a kendo stick to where the kendo stick was shattering. And Priest had just welts and scrapes and everything all over his chest. Or actually his abdomen belly region. Priest finally freed himself and nailed a clothesline before smashing T-Bar repeatedly with a chair. Like just... Before just grabbing the chair and just slamming it down. Priest then chokeslammed T-Bar out of the ring and through a table that was set up earlier in the match. Crowd popped for the table spot. Priest then looked like just a man possessed. Possessed. Hit the reckoning and pinned old T-Bar. After the match, out would come Apollo Crews. He introduced himself to the U.S. champ, introduced his commander Aziz. Crews said that he would soon beat Priest for the U.S. title. Again, Priest looked like a different guy out there. He looked like a a monster. He didn't look like the ever-go-lucky, happy-go-lucky, you know what? I'm going to do what I got to do to win my matches, but at the same time, I'm going to have fun doing it, Damian Priest. No, he didn't. He looked like his old school ROH days of, of Punishment Martinez went out there, didn't care about nobody or nothing, just wanted to hurt and kill people. Very interesting to see where this is going to lead to, if it's going to be a full change for Damian Priest, or if it's just like, hey, we're going to see spurts of this come out of him every so often. I'm interested. I'm very interested. So, Becky Lynch was interviewed in the back. Josh Schreiber asked Lynch about using nefarious tactics to win in her match. Lynch dismissed the accusation and pointed out that half of the crowd was booing her because they're fickle. She's using Brian, Brian Danielson's fickle line. Lynch said that she was in a league of her own and Belair should step aside and let somebody new step up to her. Q. Liv Morgan. Liv Morgan will walk right up at that exact moment. Becky looked at her and then just walked right off. Didn't give her two seconds. Elsewhere, Rollins found Kevin Owens. He said, hey, hey, hey. I'll help you tonight. Beat Big E. We'll, we'll double team. We'll double cross him. You help me, I help you. You help me soften him up. Then when I'm the champion, you will get that first shot. I'll give you the first title shot. Owen basically said, I'm going to keep fighting. And I don't need your help. So we go on to our main event. 12 and a half minute match. Pretty dang good match. Hard hitting. Really fun. I enjoyed this main event a lot. So Owens knocked Big E down with a senton off the apron and hit another early on in this match. Rollins decided, decided to enter. And as his music hit and he came out to join commentary, we went to break. Owens hit a superplex after the break, but Big E no-sold as Owens attempted a clothesline. They traded strikes and collided with a clothesline attempt. Big E blocked a stunner and hit a belly-to-belly on Owens and avoided a splash. He hit a super, Owens hit a super kick, 
and a cannonball and a flying senton. Crushed Big E multiple times here. Hudson Sari says fickle or pickle. I never decided on those words. It's fickle. F-I-C-K-L-E. Fickle, fickle, fickle. Owens? No. Big E fought back and hit an STO and got a two off of it. Owens tried to splash Big E, but he got his knees up and hit a running dive through the ropes. Both men crashed and bonked their heads hard. Like, they bonked heads, and Owens appeared to get the worst of it, so the ref actually checked on him. Like, cool. Didn't look good. Rollins would then attack Big E as the ref was busy checking on Owens. Owens may or may not have seen what happened and tried to go for the pin. Big E kicked out and countered into a crucifix pin of his own to pick up the victory. Seth Rollins would then walk off but stop at the top of the ramp. After the match, Big E noticed on the replay what had actually happened. That, well, Owens saw what Rollins did and tried to take advantage. Owens grabbed the mic and said, hey, 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 I know what you see there, but it's not what you think. I did not ask him for help. We're not working together. He said, Rollins, this is all your fault. He's not going to believe me, you stupid son of a bitch. How about you and me next week, you bitch? And Rollins is like, whoa, what did I do wrong? Owens looks at Big E and goes, hey, I'm sorry. I didn't set this up. Whatever you want to think, whatever you think it looked like, it's not that. Big E wasn't buying it. Owens put his hands on Big E's shoulder to be like, I'm sorry, bro. I'm sorry. Big E grabbed, grabbed him and gave him a big ending and laid out Kevin Owens. Now, some online may go, what a heel turn by Big E? No. It wasn't. Big E didn't do a heel turn here. He didn't look like a bad guy or anything. It was just, uh, he thought, maybe, the stuff with Owens and Rollins earlier where Rollins said, hey, I'll help you. Let's let's take him down a peg. And Owens saying no, you know, kind of thing. So, I guess this is leading to Kevin Owens versus Seth Rollins next week. I haven't checked Twitter to see if maybe it's been announced or anything. Let's go double check really fast. Once the show ended, I didn't see any like talking smack or anything or raw talk. But da, 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 da. let's see if anything was announced after the show for next week. Not that I'm seeing here other than what the hell Finn Balor. Holy hold on. Finny boy, Finny boy, Finny boy, what are you wearing? Let me pull this photo up. Finn Balor in a bucket hat. What the hell? I'll see another one. What is this bucket hat he is wearing? Okay, then. But yeah, I don't see if anything was officially announced. They haven't put it on social media yet. Also, ooh, hold on. Look at that belly of Damian Priest from those kendo stick shots. Holy crap. Wow. Wow, 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 wow. wow. 
But with that, guys, that was Monday Night Raw. You know what I thought? Now it's time to hear what you guys thought of the show. Remember, you can text in to 510-906-1341. Again, that number is 510-906-1341. But first, let's check the polls. Or as the Twitch poll does go, 78% liked tonight's Monday Night Raw. 11% thought it was just all right. And 11% did not like it. As far as the YouTube poll does go, 64% liked the show. 24% thought it was just all right. And 12% did not like tonight's Monday Night Raw. As far as the text messages do go, First text message here states, I thought the first match on Raw between Becky and Bianca was good, but could have been better if Bianca won. No. It wouldn't be better if Bianca won because SummerSlam's coming up. Do you want to see Bianca and Charlotte? Or do you want to see Becky and Charlotte? I think Becky and Charlotte would be the better matchup. Plus, we just saw Bianca and Charlotte like two, three weeks ago. Two weeks ago. We don't need it again. Versus says, I think Raw did all right tonight. Do you think Kevin Owens is going heel? Also, do you think Liv Morgan should challenge for the Raw Women's Championship next? Well, yeah. They wouldn't have had Becky say, let somebody new step up and then Liv walk right into frame if she wasn't the, the, the next challenger. Duh. As far as Kevin Owens going heel, I don't know. I got to see what they do with him next week. Does him just right out saying, I want to challenge you. You know, you made me look bad here. So, we'll see how the match with him and, and Seth goes next week. Um, and this person says, Do you think it's leading to a Damian Priest heel turn? I hope not. Possibly. But I don't think it is because they just introduced Apollo as the next challenger. Apollo is a heel they're not going to do heel on heel stuff, so no, I don't think, at least not right now, that he's that they're turning Damian Priest. I mean, they could eventually in the future, and I think he could make a good heel. He's an amazing babyface, but I think he could make a good heel. And yes, since that is Survivor Series, I said SummerSlam. Apologize. We all make mistakes, but um, no, I think I think they could eventually turn him heel. But with introducing Apollo as the next challenger tonight, no, he's going to stay a babyface and work that program. But with that, guys, I want to say thank you for joining me here. Twitch.tv forward slash PWUnlimited. YouTube.com forward slash Pro Wrestling Unlimited. And Twitter.com forward slash PWUnlimited. Remember, you can also follow us on Facebook. Facebook.com forward slash, forward slash Pro Wrestling ULTD. And you can follow us on Instagram by searching Pro Wrestling Unlimited. But here's the thing. In just a little while. Maybe... 45 minutes to an hour. I'm going to be live over there. Twitch.tv forward slash Timmy Buddy. We're going to be playing some games. I think I'm going to jump on and do some Jackbox. Well, you guys can play along. Jackbox, all you guys got to do is grab a phone, grab a tablet, get your computer, anything with a web browser and an internet connection. Go to Jackbox.tv. You put in the room code that we provide and boom, you're playing games with us. Live on Twitch. You don't got to download an app. You don't got to pay for the game. None of that. So, at about roughly 10 p.m. Pacific time, we're going to be live over on Twitch playing some games, and you guys can play along as well. 
So with that, guys, have a great night. We will be live tomorrow for the NXT review. I'll see you next time.